my soul from casting crowns. You're listening to Victory 91.5, Rise and Stein. Good morning. Ray Haynes is in this morning as he has been teaching on this season that we're going into, this month of Elul, Mm -hmm. as we head into the feasts, as we head into the days of awe. Yeah. And, of course, this afternoon's eclipse of the sun. It's a little thing. Just a little detail. Yeah. So what in the world? So I tell you what, if you think the solar eclipse has got into the news, give it one month. And I mean to tell you, there's some stuff coming that is going to get folks' attention because um, it doesn't, and I don't mean just Christians, anyone and everybody has been talking about this for a very long time. And as a result, because you have all the various different religions and people's beliefs, I have read some very interesting things. Uh, that was another reason I wanted to come in and share and just mm-hmm. say, let's just talk about this. A little ground it from scripture and see yeah. where we're all going. So Luke 21, 25 says this. Jesus said there will be signs in the sun and the moon and the stars. All right. So this is Jesus. It's his idea. Okay. So when all this stuff happens, number one, it's not just people... I mean, there's definitely people saying crazy things. They always do, and they always will. But we have a spectacular solar eclipse today as Elul begins tomorrow. Then one month later, on September 23rd, the sun, moon, and stars all take part in what's being called the Revelation 12 sign in the heavens, and it's during the days of awe. So again, I wouldn't normally touch that, but you put it in the days of awe, and suddenly, if you know me, the 10 days of awe are what I use to determine what's coming up in, in the year ahead, apart from the numbers and stuff. That's my big thing. So if you have one of the most profound signs in the skies during the days of awe, I am going to stop and I'm going to look Mm -hmm. and I'm going to say, God, what in the world are you saying and what are you doing? All right. So keep in mind, here's what you're going to hear the scripture a lot in the next month. Revelation 12 verses 1 and 2 reads, A great sign was seen in heaven, a woman clothed with a sun and the moon under her feet and on her head a crown of 12 stars. She was with child. She cried out in pain, laboring to give birth. All right, so obviously, Revelation's a tough book to grasp anyways, (laughs) and you throw these signs in there, and keep in mind, the Bible is written to those who lived under the stars, all right? We we don't. We built homes and high-rises and stuff, but when we're not talking astrology here, you're talking astronomy, all right? Just a simple study of the stars. So this has been going on forever. Some people, obviously, you avoid astrology because that's just crazy in so many ways but astronomy is not it's just simply watching how the the stars the sun and the moon affect the earth and affect people because mm-hmm. we're a lot of water that's right. that's just real basic so here's here's one way to look at it okay the woman clothed with the sun is seen as the constellation virgo and also represents the nation of israel always has the 12 stars represent the 12 tribes of israel all right always have so interestingly the constellation leo which is you know the lion which is above Virgo, is made up of nine stars. So, you know, when they, you read this, you go, nah, not going to happen. But the lion obviously represents the tribe of Judah and Jesus, who was from the tribe of Judah. It just so happens that this year, during the Days of Awe, three planets joined the constellation Leo, making up 12 stars. Hmm. Wow. So, no, just, <laughs> I'm just saying, a little unusual. Sounds there. like a coincidence. It just, just happened. It just happened. So, in this sense, Virgo will be clothed with the sun, the moon will be under her feet, fulfilling the sign in precise detail. But that's not all. There's no Ginsu knives with this one. There's more. (laughs) You got the virgin giving birth. So, check this out. The planet Jupiter 
which now in throughout the various nations and countries, they you look through their stories, Jupiter was the king. So they look at it as the king star, whether it's Jesus or they saw it as a different god. But it shoots through the constellation of Virgo, right? So it entered in November 2016. It exits or is birthed nine months later on September 23rd. Mm. So obviously wow. this may may very well have been the sign that the wise men saw that they, for those nine months, that they, right. they would have had plenty of time to work. So it could just simply be a repeat of that. But the interesting note here for me, Rosh Hashanah is on September 21st, and now that marks the sixth day of creation when, when man was made. September 22nd would be the seventh day or the Sabbath. September 23rd, when all this happens, would be day eight. So we're stepping into the year 5778. It's all about eight, which means change or new beginnings. Mm. So all of this swirling around together, suddenly you have to stop and say, hmm, at the very least. You may not get it. We may not understand it. And it may take us a year to figure it out. But at the very least, it's worthy of a hmm. Mm. So, no, no, we figured it out. We <laughs> <laughs> and I just looked at each other. Whoa. <laughs> so... The timing of today's eclipse certainly points towards a call for repentance. Mm. The eclipse will end just hours before the Hebrew month Elul begins, which starts a 40-day period of repentance, culminating in the holiest day for them, Yom Kippur. It's a rather somber day for the Jewish calendar. But the 40 days between the first day of Elul and Yom Kippur, it's 40 days that Moses spent repenting repenting to God for Israel on Mount Sinai. So tomorrow is the day Moses goes up to Sinai after the sin of the golden calf. He's making atonement for Israel. He's repenting for that. During those 40 days, the Jewish people blow the shofar daily and recite special pre-dawn prayers for forgiveness. Mm -hmm. All right. So essentially what we have here is Pentecost 2.0. So you're learning to better hear the voice of God. It's discovering that he's your helper, learning not just to study him, but to encounter him and to be filled by him continually. So all the feasts, the fall feasts are getting ready to kick off. So there's some really cool stuff. I'm not going to tell you all of it today, obviously, because we have the fall feast to teach mm -hmm. on in a month. But um, coming up, let's talk about these trumpets and the voice of God. Awesome. Ray Haynes in Blowing Our Minds, wow. uh, as he always does when he comes in to teach. It's Ryzenstein's Victory 91.5.